Hey, love. Welcome back to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. I'm your host, Angela B. Fuller, Master Hairstylist Turn Certified Life Coach. Today, this episode is about what's never enough to talk about because so many of us are hesitating to put our stuff out into the world, to put our voices out into the world. And I don't think we could ever uh, talk enough about getting started. But before we dive in, let me let me ask you this question to give you something to think about, something to marinate on with this episode. The pop question is, what's keeping you from getting started? And I know it's a question that that you hear all the time. It's a question you probably ask yourself all the time. It's a question I ask myself all the time. But listen, we have got to get started. We've got to stop being our own worst enemy, our own worst critic. We've got to give ourselves permission to be a C student. I think I think we had some trauma, some childhood trauma about being our best, doing our best. Don't let anybody see you slipping. You don't you want you don't want to see um other people see you making a mistake. But listen, making mistakes it's a part of growing. It's a part of becoming. So I want you to, for today, just for today, embrace the idea of starting, getting starting and being a C student. I can remember C's and D's. Oh no, that was not going to be a part of my mama's household. I can remember with my own daughter, a C and a D was just it was just unacceptable. But now that I am all grown up and now that I am treading new waters, and I'm sure there are many of you listening, there are things that you are just starting. You're getting started. You are changing careers. You are thinking about creating a side hustle. You're thinking about even starting a new hobby and you're starting. This thing is new to you. And so many times we beat ourselves up. So many times we prevent ourselves from getting started, getting started on something that could possibly be great, getting started on something that could change the world, that can create so much impact. But the world never sees it because we are afraid of starting as a C student. Let's embrace the the um the reality my reality your reality the reality of not being perfect just out the gate let's embrace the possibility of just committing to being messy just for a little while just to give yourself permission to get started it's not like you're telling yourself you're going to commit or marry mediocrity. No, that's not it. But you are going to give yourself permission to be messy, to be a C student so that you can improve as you go. 
Now, I'm not saying don't give any thought. I'm not saying don't prepare. I'm not saying don't do your research. I'm not saying don't take a course or a class or get yourself a mentor in the very same thing that you are trying to create and eventually turn it into something profound. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying give yourself what you need to get started in a way that's just, it's it's not like you're just going to jump in and put something out into the world without any regard to preparing yourself. I'm not talking about lack of preparation. I'm talking about putting yourself in the, in the mindset, putting yourself in the, the thought process of, I know there's work to be done. I know there are certain things I have to have in place, but I'm not going to let these things keep me from getting started. I'm not going to let imposter syndrome keep me from producing. I'm not going to let what other people are doing that have been doing this thing for years keep me from getting started because this is my first 30 days. Everybody started somewhere. Every genius, every masterpiece. What's the saying? What's the saying? Every master was once a disaster. Don't kid yourself that, oh, I'm waiting. My mama used to say, wait, W-A-I-T is what broke the wagon. Meaning your waiting is the very same thing that keep you held to the ground, that keeps you from thriving. Don't kid yourself. You know why you're not getting started. You know it's because you are afraid of success. You're afraid of failure. You're afraid of what other people may think. You're afraid of what if this thing really go? What if? You're afraid of what if it becomes a masterpiece. So... How do how do we work around that? There are so many philosophies, there's so many belief on how we can push our fears aside, push our apprehensions aside so that we can just go ahead and produce what's in our heart to produce. Sometimes you just have to jump in. I mean, seriously, think about when you were learning to swim. You took your lessons, that means you prepared you practice a little bit, and you had the confidence to go ahead and and jump in that water, to get in the water, to start swimming, to start enjoying yourself, to allow yourself to get better, to allow your strokes to get better, to allow your float to get better. But sometimes the water was cold. Sometimes that water was just a little bit too chilly. So you were afraid to jump in and go ahead and get all the good feeling of just swimming, of that that feeling of accomplishment, that feeling of feeling the water on your body, of experiencing the very, the very sensation that you got while you were practicing, while you were learning. And then someone came along and just pushed you in, or you made your mind up, I'm just going to jump in. Now, when you jump in, yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. 
But as you remained in that water, your body began to acclimate to the coolness of the water. And then it wasn't so cold. It wasn't so chilly. It wasn't so, it wasn't that much contrast. You began to ebb and flow with the temperature of the water. I know I'm right about it because I experienced it when I first was learning how to swim. And then the water, it started to feel so good that I would allow my my neck and my chest to raise above the water a little bit. And when I went back into the water, the water felt the temperature had dropped again. But each time I jumped out of the water and jumped back in, the water was less chilling. I was less afraid. I was less apprehensive because I began to see it differently. I focused on the good experience of being in that water versus the uncomfortableness of when I first jump in. And you know, it's the same thing when we're getting started with what's in our heart. It's the same thing when we're getting started with ideas that we have. At first, yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. But as we allow ourselves to become acclimated, it gets better and better and better. And then we can't stop talking about it. We can't even shut nobody. No one can even shut us up about it. We become more of a master because we allowed ourselves. And then we allowed ourselves to experience the joy of just creating because that's why we came here. We came here to create. And when we allow ourselves to get started as a C student, this is where the actual work begins. This is, this is how we create the process, the progress. You know, this is where we work out the kinks. You know, this is where we work on course correcting. This is when we begin to ask questions. This is where we begin to beta test. This is where we ask for feedback from the very same people we are trying to help. But first, you have to work on that part of you that allows yourself to be generous with your gifts, to be generous with your ideas, to be generous with your creation. Because how in the world are we going to perfect it if we're not willing to be generous from the start? What I'm learning, I'm taking a course called Abundant Ever After by uh, Kathy Heller. And I'm learning so much about receiving. I'm learning so much about giving. Actually, I'm not really learning, but I'm just being reminded. Being in this course is reminding me of things that I already know, but that I didn't allow myself to remember because of living in fear, because of living in my own criticism. But part of creating is being generous with our ideas. And part of generosity is being able to receive. Because if we, if we don't allow ourselves to receive and receive fully, how else are we going to produce more to give more? A lot of us, hmm, I'm guilty of it, myself included, 
we we see ourselves as being generous. I've always seen myself as being a generous person, but my struggle was in the in receiving, receiving a compliment, receiving compensation for for the good that I put out. And part of giving is receiving because as we allow ourselves to receive whatever it is we receive becomes a part of us and in some kind of god's infinite wisdom the fact that we are allowing ourselves to receive it just doesn't stay in us it gets inside of us and it works with other thoughts it works with other ideas and then it allows us to produce so that we can give. So there's the receiving and then there's the giving. It's a pattern. And so that's how everybody become more. I become more when I receive because what I have received, I internalize it and it caused me to think bigger. It caused me to be in a place of joy and happiness. So it caused me to be in a place of wanting to give. And then everybody wins. And I think a lot of times we allow our egos to prevent us from giving because it's selfish when we don't, when we're not generous with our ideas. I think it's selfish when we're not generous with our gifts. I think it's selfish when we withhold our purpose from the world because how else are other people going to, going to grow? If we're not willing to give, first of all, if we're not willing to receive so that we can give so that other people can receive from us so that they can give to other people, how else are we all going to rise? We have got to learn to not make it about us, to not live in our fears, to not live in our criticism of ourselves, because when we do that, nobody wins. And if we are going to start winning, then we are going to open our pipeline of receiving and open our pipeline of giving so that we don't stunt our creativity, so that we don't stunt our purpose, so that we don't stunt our ideas. We cannot have one with the other. We cannot give if we don't receive, and we cannot receive if we don't give. And we cannot allow the fact that we don't have all the answers right before us as soon as we start. We have to show ourselves grace. We have to show others grace and we have to allow ourselves to grow and growth in growth. There are mistakes. Trust and believe me, there are course correct. You, You just cannot start a thing, master that thing without growth. We can't separate the two. We cannot allow ourselves to become an island because If we are an island, then we are stuck in our own ideas. We're stuck in our head. We've got to get out of our head. We've got to get out of our egos and we've got to, we've got to open up to our minds, our hearts, get out of our head, open up our hearts so that we can be comfortable and be excited and be energetic about giving, about putting our stuff 
out into the world. We got to be okay. We got to give ourselves permission to be a C student so that we can learn, so that we can grow into a B student and then into an A student. And then guess what? We got to start that process all over again because we never arrive. It's the journey that makes us better. It's the journey. It's the journey that is that creates impact. It is the journey that changes the world. And each step is necessary at each junction. And we've got to learn to be okay with that. So how about let's just decide to enjoy the process? How about let's just decide that I'm just going all in. I'm going all in messy and all. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be perfect anymore. I'm going to do me. I'm going to give me. And I think that that process, it allows other people to be them and do them without thinking so heavily on how we're being perceived or judgment. I hope you got something from this. I hope this episode has given you the courage to say, I'm going to give myself permission. I'm going to allow myself to be a C student. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.